Welcome to the Wellness and Wanderlust podcast. We're here to demystify wellness and help you add a little adventure to your life. Tune in for a new episode every week where we'll hear from incredible guests and talk about ways to be happier and healthier in our new normal. I'm your host, Valerie Moses. Let's get started. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for episode 143 of Wellness and Wanderlust. I'm thrilled to have you here with me. My name is Valerie. I am the host of our show, and we are all about up-leveling our wellness in ways that work for us, one small step at a time. I am grateful to each and every one of you for taking this time out of your day to tune in and to be a part of this incredible community. This week, we're exploring the ancient tools and strategies of Ayurveda with Dr. Shivani Gupta. Dr. Shivani is not only an Ayurvedic practitioner with more than 20 years of experience, but she is also a podcaster, author, and founder of Fusionary Formulas, which offers medical-grade turmeric, specialties, and much more. In our conversation, Dr. Shivani shares the basics of Ayurveda for beginners, along with ancient self-care practices we can all incorporate into our lives. We also discuss the healing power of turmeric, herbs, and adaptogens that can balance our systems. Ayurvedic morning routines, and so much more. If this conversation resonates with you and you want to learn more about fusionary formulas, Dr. Shivani is offering our listeners 15% off their first order when you use the code WANDERLUST. I am going to link that in the show notes as well. All right, friends, ready to dive in? Let's hear from Dr. Shivani. Dr. Gupta, thank you so much for joining us at Wellness and Wanderlust. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm delighted to have you on the show. I'm very excited to get into our topic for today. I'd love for you to first just introduce yourself to our listeners and share a little about you and what you do. Sure. So I am an Ayurvedic practitioner. That means I'm someone who has studied and practiced something called Ayurvedic medicine that most people have not heard of. Ayurveda is a system of health, healing, and medicine from India that's over 5,000 years old. And it encompasses a way of life that we can live every single day. The self-care rituals that we can build as a rhythm for our life, circadian rhythm, which we can align to so that we stay our healthiest. Um, It's a lifestyle that helps us reduce inflammation, process and absorb and digest our food better because we're very focused on our digestive fire and digestive health. We're focused on nutrition, sleep, detoxification, and all the different ways that we can truly prevent disease and support ourselves to live our healthiest. So I'm from Houston, Texas. I grew up kind of living in two worlds, India and Texas. And growing up, finally, after all my own big health struggles with gut health and taking too many antibiotics, I realized, hmm, I'm going to have to find my own solution to build my own immune system. And that led me to saying, all right, well, India is the land of yoga and Ayurveda. Why have we not looked up this solution? And once I did, I was like, wow, okay, like this is the keys to the kingdom. This is the keys to vibrant health and me being like strong and limitless and, and powerful. I'm going to go pursue this. And that's what led me to researching it and getting my education in it. And eventually all the fun things I get to do with Ayurveda now. That is so cool. And I am so fascinated by these practices. I think it's such an amazing modality. And I have definitely spent a little time exploring Ayurveda and just trying to learn what I can and see what I can incorporate into my own life. And I'd love to know for you and for, you know, to kind of share with our listeners, for those who are not as familiar with it, just a little bit about the types of practices that encompasses that you took on during your own healing journey and just some of the basics that they should know. Yeah. So when it comes to 
vibrant health and Ayurveda. Ayurveda is basically a system that says, first things first, let's understand your individual mind-body constitution. And we call that the dosha. And so our goal is to give everyone a dosha quiz, which I have one on my website, and understand for yourself, like when you were born, that moment of conception and the makeup of your parents decided your individual constitution and what you are. And so the three doshas are vata, pitta, and kapha. I pronounce them vata, pitta, and kapha. Um, but those three doshas are really the expression of us using nature. So a vata person's air ether, a pitta person's more fire with some water, and then a kapha person's really earth with some water. And so that understanding of our dosha helps us kind of come to terms with what our body makeup is and physically, mentally, emotionally, what our nature is. So we're not battling up against it. And so we have this custom personalized toolkit of what we should do to stay more balanced. And so I really love looking at that first from Ayurveda. Then I like to understand from people, what is the rhythm of your day and how can we fit in a lot more little tiny slivers of self-care that keep you supported and healthy and vibrant. Then I kind of go through all my six pillars of Ayurveda, ending with like gut, nutrition, self-care, uh, mindful medicine chest, which to me is all the herbs and spices and tools that we use in our pharmacy, F-A-R-M, to keep ourselves the healthiest. And then I end usually with sleep because people forget that sleep is one of the most powerful tools we have to stay healthy, to reduce our inflammation, and win at our health. I love that Ayurveda takes such a holistic approach when it comes to our wellness too, because it really, yes, your food matters, but there is so much more to it. And understanding, I think that really that it, I like the bio-individual approach as well, because we all do have different things that may work for us at, at different times, depending on what we're going through. I know that in the past, I think I've gone through, I think that I naturally was inclined, at least as a child, more toward Vata. And I had a little bit of that about a year ago, but a lot of the times I go maybe toward the pitta and go, go, go and kind of pushing, pushing, pushing and ending up like with the way that I was structuring my day, even kind of pushing through to get that second wind at the end of the day and using that. And I know that messes up your digestion and so many aspects of your health. And so really looking at it from all these different perspectives and really kind of customizing your plan for whatever it is that your imbalance might be or kind of what you're going through. I mean, I think that Ayurveda does such a great job of looking beyond just the one thing and really, again, looking at the whole person and taking a holistic approach. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those things where we are all so different and we assume, oh, th this person's like this and I can do that too. And that person's like that. I can do that too. I'm totally a culprit of that. I look around and I'm like, wow, I could do that idea and I could do that idea. And these things are cool. And my friend can work out that hard and lift that hard. I should do that. And then inevitably I get in trouble. And so what I've learned over time is we need to customize what is right for our body, our gut health, our brain health our system. You know, even if you look at our DNA and genetics, we know that yes, we have a lot in common, but we are actually just that little bit different. And that little bit different is our own self-expression in the world that we're meant to have. So I think we have such a powerful opportunity to understand ourselves much deeper and then build a custom plan for our life that works for us. And I love doing that with people. I love sit sitting down and saying, okay, 
Let's talk about your health history. Let's talk about how you feel. Let's talk about the symptoms and issues you're dealing with in your life. And then let's customize a plan for you. And a lot of people say to me, wow, Shivani, like I love your programs. I love what you teach. And now I feel like I have a little Shivani on my shoulder, like a little angel on my shoulder. And every time I'm about to like just Netflix and chill or, or do something, she says, hey, you could do self-care right now. Like I'm that little reminder to choose yourself first and go do something that'll fill your cup as opposed to emptying your cup. I love that little Shivani on the shoulder. That's so cute. And I think, again, like that's really so powerful. And I think it's empowering to the person that's taking this wellness journey. And so for someone who, I guess whether they're new to Ayurveda or they are maybe somewhat familiar, but someone who is looking to start making changes and to start improving their health overall, where would you recommend starting? I recommend starting first with the dosha quiz. The dosha quiz gives you that insight into self. Once you have that insight, and a lot of people take my dosha quiz and they're like, wow, I feel like you really know me. I'm like, yeah, well, that's just because it's universal. It's a 5,000-year-old science. It has a lot of validity to it. After understanding your dosha, my next step would be understanding within the rhythms of your day, where are you feeling most tired or having brain fog or fatigue or headaches? Like kind of document your day and your patterns. Because if you look at your patterns, like sometimes I'll catch a pattern with myself where I'll get home and start eating dinner and I'm so hungry, I'll just keep eating things. I'm like, oh, just popcorn. Oh, just chips. Oh, just like I'm munching before and after dinner because I'm not satisfied. And what I realized for myself was I have a self-care habit I love that I teach called tea time is me time. And at tea time in the morning, I have tea at like seven in the morning when I'm driving my kiddos to school. I have it at 10 o'clock once I'm post-workout and in my office and working. It's like my caffeine boost up for the day. I have green jasmine tea. Then I have a high tea at 3.30. That high tea is so key for the rest of my day and how successful I am at dinner. And so what I learned is I have to eat fat at that time. So for example, today I was running out the door at 3.30, but I was like, no, no, no. You grab your tea and you grab your snack. And I grabbed a bag of cashews. I had that one small bag of salted cashews, which I love salty, crunchy, and I know that about myself, so I keep those snacks around. And it is 6.30 where I'm sitting, and I have zero hunger. And that's the opposite of what happened yesterday. Yesterday, I was in that munchy mood, and nothing was satisfying me. And it's because I didn't have enough fat in the day. And I didn't have fat at the time that I know is ideal for me, to set myself up for success in the evening. So that's where Ayurveda really comes in, is it shows us how to leverage its self-care tools, including things like tongue scraping and dry brushing and oil pulling. There's lots of cool things that Ayurveda teaches us. How to use them in the morning and the evening to optimize digestion, optimize nutrition and absorption, and then optimizing sleep. And I would say sleep is another big one where Ayurveda can be very powerful and help us to use sleep for rejuvenating as opposed to just, oh, I got good sleep. It's like, wow, I leveraged my sleep to really rest and rejuvenate and recharge, clear inflammation, clear my lymphatic system, and show up the next day like awake, energized, powerful, vibrant, focused, and ready to rumble. 
I love that. I mean, I definitely struggle when it comes to the sleep and that's something that I'm constantly, I think listeners will probably recognize this from previous episodes that I just, I am constantly working to improve my sleep and sleep hygiene and all of the good things around sleep. And it's, it's a challenge, I think, for many of us. And I love the tea time is me time. I definitely need to start incorporating that because I am definitely a tea drinker. It's such a nice ritual to have. And I think a great way to anchor in the day, but really using those self-care tools, I think is so powerful. And that's something I really love with Ayurveda. Talk me through a little bit more about some of those self-care tools, how we can incorporate those into our lifestyles and just, yeah, maybe a few favorites for you or maybe the most impactful. Sure. So in Ayurveda, we recommend that when people wake up in the morning, when you wake up, the first thing to do is like touch the floor and touch your head and set an intention or just take a second and tune into like gratitude first before anything. So I usually touch the floor, touch my forehead. Sometimes I'll put my feet on the ground, jump out of bed. I'm like, no, 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 go back. You were supposed to like ground first for your day touching mother earth, touching my forehead. And I just say, thank you. Thank you for today. I'm setting my intention for today. My intention for today is peace. Usually it's peace because I want peace. And then I'll start my day in an Ayurveda. We want people to keep a glass of cop, like a copper lined cup at your bedside where you put water in it the night before. And now that water is mineralized with copper. And because copper is like antibacterial, there's no way for that water to have problems in it. Maybe put a lid on it if you're worried about dust. And the first thing we ask people to do is hydrate. Like drink that water because what it's going to do is it's going to start peristalsis. Many of us don't easily go to the bathroom first thing in the morning without a little support and a little hydration. So it gets that journey started. And then we ask people go brush your teeth. After you brush your teeth, use a tongue scraper. And we recommend a copper tongue scraper, again, because it's kind of like a self-cleaning tool. And I ask everyone to gently scrape the tongue seven to 14 times from the middle of the tongue downwards. Don't like gag yourself, but gently scrape the tongue those seven to 14 times because what you'll be doing is you'll be igniting the digestive fire. We teach that all the organs of the body are reflected on the bottom of your just like all the organs are reflected on the bottom of your feet from reflexology, they're also reflected on the tongue. And so just by scraping your tongue gently, you'll be gently massaging and detoxing all the organs of your body. And a tongue scraper costs 10 bucks and lasts you decades. So essentially it's like the most free way to detox the body, ignite that digestive system, and you're going to clear all that white gunk off the tongue. So you'll be clearing toxins. Uh, you'll be improving your taste buds improving your oral health. There's a lot of things that tongue scraping does for us. So by far, it's one of my favorite self-care tools to do. And then we recommend oil pulling, which not everyone's willing to do, but I encourage you to try it. Oil pulling just means take a high quality food grade oil, put it on your, in your mouth and swish it around for five to 20 minutes. And most people by here are like, Shivani, you're asking too much, back up <laughs> The thing is, though, you can do self-care tools on the weekend. Like you could do it on a Saturday, Sunday. You don't have to do it Monday to Friday. Or you can multitask. I'm a big fan of self-care multitasking. So you can oil pull in the shower because you're going to probably shower before your work day. Um, so there's ways. There's ways to like combine these things. So we recommend oil pulling because Ayurveda 5,000 years ago knew that our oral microbiome and our oral health is tied to our heart health, it's tied to all of our systems, it's tied to our inflammation, and it's very important. So oil pulling means you'll swish the oil around five to 20 minutes, 
and then like really move it through your gums and teeth at the end there. And when you spit it out, only spit it out in the trash, not in your sink, toilet, or shower because you'll clog the pipes of your home. So those are kind of like the initial ones to start your day. Then of course, Ayurveda is a sister science to yoga. So we want everyone to do some yoga, meditate, do pranayama, do your deep breathing techniques, really grounding and settling into your day. If you can't do those in the morning, like for me, I've got to get my kids off to school. Then I do those things more on the weekends or more in the evenings or, or when I can finally settle in. And then once you've started your day, it's tea time is me time is my favorite one. If you can't meditate, walking meditations or any form of meditation is fine or any time you can collect peace in your day. I call it collecting peace because sometimes I'm between sales meetings on the road and I'll just park in front of a tea, a tree, take five deep breaths, sip my tea or water. And that's my collecting peace. Like it can be simple. It doesn't have to be complex. And then off from there and really being conscious around when you eat, how you hydrate, taking breaks throughout your day. Like tea time is me time is a great anchor point to pause in your day and really tune in with yourself. And ask your intuition, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Have I planned my day so I get to do good things for myself? Am I setting up today to be successful or horribly like a train wreck at the end of the day? And then from there, I really like to dive into like the evening self-care routine rituals that we can do like dry brushing, abhyang, which is self-massage, Epsom salt bath to detox. And then I always end my day with deep sleep tea, which I created because I want everyone to like drink your adaptogens, get your support. And relax your mind and body for a better night's sleep. I absolutely love these self-care practices. I feel like the tongue scraping, I mean, I feel like my breath just is better. I I feel like my, like, I just don't feel clean if I don't do it. And I still haven't gotten into the oil pulling, but I think like definitely it's more of because I just haven't started incorporating it. But I think stacking a habit like that with something you're already doing. I mean, you could easily spend 20 minutes in the shower. And so it's really, yeah, it's not really going to add that much to your day, but it could have such a powerful impact. But I think really that focus on coming back to yourself, reflection, checking in and seeing how am I feeling? And you know, what are my intentions for the remainder of the day? I mean, I think that there's so much power in that. And I think that's something that we I think as a society, just don't often take the time for. Absolutely. And that's like a big miss on our part, right? Like I, even I myself go through seasons where I am in a push season. So usually my January through June is my biggest push season. Then I take the summer and because I'm a fitta dosha, I know that I'm like a straight up fire sign. I'm a fire dosha, I'm a fire everything. So summer is when it's most easy for me to burn out and just go way overboard. So I purposely like chill a couple notches in the summer. I'll make sure if we're traveling, we go to cool places, not burning hot places. And then come winter, I get into like party mode. It's my Indian holiday season, my personal, like my obviously American holiday season, all the fun holidays. Plus work really ramps up after September, like October through December can be really busy in any business based on your business. And so I really like to look at my life in seasons and then acknowledge that my self-care, my nutrition, my supplementation, my life plan, my schedule needs to adjust to my seasons. And seasonality is a big part of Ayurveda. We teach that not only do we have a circadian rhythm, all of our cells are living on a clock and that clock is nature's clock. We can think that, oh, we're so evolved, we're so different from animals, but truly animals live based on the rising sun and setting sun. 
And just like we have daily life cycles, we have weekly, monthly, seasonally, and annual cycles. And so really acknowledging that can be a really powerful way to shift how we're experiencing life and support our health in a whole new way. Definitely. And again, I think it just really customizes it for us to know that it's not going to be the same all of the time and that what works for me at this time of the year might just not be might not be appropriate in in a few months. It may not be as effective, but just really understanding that that we go through these changes and that with the seasons and with the, you know, with the climate and with what foods are in season and all of the things it can really, yeah, it can impact so much. And I think that Ayurveda really does a great job of allowing you to make those changes and transition as those things come up. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so important. Definitely. And, you know, something else that you talked about with these practices, you mentioned supplementation and adaptogens, and I'm sure that we have some listeners who are not familiar with adaptogens. Can you talk a little bit about that and how we can really maximize our health through herbs and through some of the other parts of nature's pharmacy as you as you had spoken about? So I ended up studying Ayurveda after college. I studied business in school and I studied social entrepreneurship. So I was like, wow. Social entrepreneurship means we get to create epic things for the world and impact the world while doing business, which is so cool. And um, post Babson, where I went to business school, I was like, wow, I need to study Ayurveda because if I don't have my health, I'm not going to get to do any impacting in this world. So I went on this journey to study Ayurveda, went through India and studied it. And finally, I decided to sit down and, and do a master's in it. And when I was in my master's course, I was in a course called Herbology. And Herbology was life-changing. We dove into turmeric and cumin and um, a spice called hing from Ayurveda that's so powerful and coriander and all the different ways that the spices and herbs of our life can have the most profound impact on our health. And I sat there thinking, wow, I'm so lucky I'm Indian. Like we use so many of these spices in our diet. It's really cool that the Indian culture is a reflection of the best aspects of Ayurvedic medicine in many ways. And as we've modernized, we eat way too many carbs and sugar, and we've totally ruined our health in many ways. But if you really eat the original diet and honor eating fresh, eating organic, eating healthy, eating in moderation, eating less processed, and all those things, you can really win at your health. And that's the lifestyle I live in my home that I practice. And then I remember when I was in there, my one of my professors was like, you know, you should really do a PhD if you want to write books and teach this to the world. And I was like, well, a PhD is so nerdy and it's going to take forever. And I don't think I can do that. And he was like, look, I really think you should. What would your topic be? And I was like, well, my topic would be turmeric. Because to me, turmeric is like the powerhouse herb and spice that really has changed the game when it comes to all the ways we can manage our health. And I personally use it as my defense system for my immune system. So I dove into turmeric, did a PhD on it. And so I'm a super fan of turmeric. I'm like a crazy evangelist who thinks that the majority of us should be taking our turmeric every day because just living in modern day society, we are all inflamed. We are all fighting some level of chronic low-grade persistent inflammation. Unless you're living in a blue zone and you're like eating your Mediterranean diet and in the dirt and have no stress and only just hang out with your friends all day and do a little bit of work. 
I really do believe that the majority of us have some low-grade inflammation going on that's wreaking havoc and causing all of our symptoms that are truly inflammaging. That term inflammaging is pretty new, but it's an indication of the fact that in modern-day society, when we say, oh my gosh, I'm tired, you know, my joints hurt, I wake up so stiff, everything hurts, I get these headaches, I don't understand, like that list of complaints is inflammaging, not aging. And so I really like to highlight that for people because we oftentimes think, wow, I'm just aging, this sucks, as opposed to, oh, maybe this is chronic inflammation and I need to go after it. So I really look at nature's pharmacy as Mother Earth's pharmacy. It's her gift to us. We are made of nature. We belong in nature. And I like to teach it as the more time we can spend in nature, the better. We need to be in motion and moving our bodies. That also is medicine. We need to honor sleep as the number one health tool we have to clear inflammation, support our lymphatic system, and heal the body overnight. Out of Ayurveda, any number of herbs have profound benefits, including turmeric, ginger, amla, cumin seeds. Like we have so many remedies we can give people, aloe vera juice. Like my main way of helping people is to tell them what tea to make. And you can drink that tea and fix most of life's problems. You can adjust diet a little bit and fix most of life's problems. Can you fix all? No. I still go to functional medicine and dive deep into like 10 pages of my blood work twice a year, stool tests, pre and post protocols. I'm doing the Dutch test for my hormones. I'm doing multiple genetic tests to understand like why is it so hard for me? Is it just my genetics or is it me? I do really believe in diagnosis through testing. But I also believe that we have such a unique power, like a sovereignty over fixing our health using herbs and spices, that we just need to do that research and get that understanding and thus do that work. And you asked about adaptogens. Adaptogens are just plants that have the power to help our body to adapt to whatever the body needs. So for example, ashwagandha, which is my number one favorite, and I cannot wait. I'm making an ashwagandha formula this year. I'm just waiting to test all my different ingredients and make sure I have the best one on earth before I make it because that's super important to me. But ashwagandha is something that really helps with cognitive health. But what's cool is if you're stressed and anxious, it'll calm you down a few notches. If you're depressed and having the blues, it'll lift you up a few notches. So it's like nature's thermostat that it gives you right inside your body, it can intelligently understand what's wrong with you and what's going on and adjust accordingly. And I think that's huge. Like it's incredible that a plant has that intelligence in us and can support us in that profound way. So in the past, I had an ashwagandha formula and the men would all say, wow, it just calms me down a few notches and helps me stay focused. And the women would say, wow, I'm like overwhelmed, anxious. This is giving me that support I need to just stay calm and like collected. So it's interesting how how different people respond, but we could all take adaptogens to help us have like a baseline of stress resilience that keeps us healthy, calm, and collected overall. I love that. It like gets you into equilibrium. Yes. Yes. What a great word. Yeah. I I think that that's so powerful and just understanding the gifts that mother nature has because they're, I mean- so many of the pharmaceuticals we have, they did come from something, you know, maybe a little more natural at one point or another. And there are some natural remedies that can really be beneficial for us and that can solve so many things. I I fully believe that tea can solve, at least from an emotional side, I feel like tea solves just about anything for me. But then from a more scientific perspective, 
that they're probably, you know, I'd, I'd love to know, like for, for different challenges that people are going through, how different types of tea can be implemented. Yeah. So I actually designed three teas. One tea I designed, I called it hormone rebalance because I put in it Shatavari. People pronounce it Shatavari. Shatavari is like the queen of adaptogenic herbs for our female and male reproductive organs. So for women, when you want like, I don't know, you want all your female health hormones and health systems working better, you would take Shatavari to support. If you were having perimenopause or menopause symptoms, you would take Shatavari to support you. And then even men, it was interesting. I was doing some research on it, like all the male reproductive issues, ED and these things men suffer with, this can help them too. So it's fascinating how the herbs can go both ways. And then in that tea, I just added three types of tulsi. And tulsi is called holy basil. But it's a very great adaptogenic herb from India. It's a leaf. And that combination in the right proportion, I put it on top of a green jasmine tea because I love green jasmine. And um, it's just, it's delicious and it's awesome. And you just take it twice a day. And all the women who have hot flashes and night sweats said, wow, you fixed that. People who wanted more support with libido, they got that support. Me and Maria, who sit in my office all day, we drink it. And we're like, wow, we feel more calm and focused and like good in our bodies. We feel better. So it just, it, it like I said, it has its own intelligence because it's an adaptogen. So it's going to help you in the way that you need the most. And then um, I made another one, Deep Sleep Tea, which has ashwagandha. It has Brahmi, which is also adaptogenic in the body. So those are going to go in there and relax the mind, relax the digestive system. So the whole system can calm down and set up for the better night's sleep. So those are two examples of teas. Um, another good example is you can start your day with caffeine, like green jasmine tea or any tea you love, black tea, these kinds of things. But by three o'clock, I'd like everyone to cut off any caffeine use and switch over. And so usually in the afternoon is that better time to have like a peppermint tea or an herbal tea or a tea that'll kind of situate you but keep you calm and relaxed. And then in the evening, I love when people build a habit of tea as the indication to your body and mind that it's time for bed. Like I consider tea a sleep hygiene ritual. Um, obviously move it a little away from bedtime so you don't wake up in the night to go to the restroom because that can disrupt the sleep cycles. Um, but as long as it's like an hour before, 45 minutes before, you're usually fine. And that's usually my last thing. I heat my cup of tea for bedtime, go up to my bed, have it in bed. And then I know, okay, like we're not getting up. We're not going to work. Don't open your laptop. Like nothing else happens after that other than angling for bed by reading or taking a hot shower or bath, like just final steps for bed. That's awesome. And I hadn't thought about doing that at, at night, even though I, I definitely do have some herbals and some peppermint tea at home and it is so calming, but I had not thought about that. But I love the idea of incorporating these adaptogens into the tea so that it does what the person needs rather than, you know, kind of something prescriptive that isn't going to be, you know, like, like maybe it is that one size fits all, but it doesn't really fit for everybody. So I, I love that with this, it's a lot smarter. With the herbs and spices and all of that, is that better taken within our food or as something, you know, more in capsule form or what are your suggestions for getting that into our day? It really just depends on what it is and what it's for. So for example, ginger lemon tea is phenomenal in the morning. Ginger's gastroprotective. Ginger's going to ignite the digestive fire. It reduces inflammation. Like 
I love ginger. Ginger's the sister plant to turmeric. So I think it's also phenomenal. Um, I also have aloe vera juice in the morning. Not every day, but most of the days, if I can make it happen, I'll take a shot of aloe vera juice. On the weekends, I have more time, so I'll make my ginger lemon tea. Then throughout my day, I just have my adaptogenic teas or my green jasmine teas. Um, and I eat spices in my food, so I don't feel a big need to eat them outside of my food. When it comes to turmeric, what most people don't realize is only 3% of a turmeric plant is the curcuminoids. And out of the three curcuminoids, curcumin is the most effective at reducing inflammation. And inflammation is such a root cause issue for most of us. I really like to teach people, look, you should take a very potent curcumin supplement daily. You can cycle in and out. I don't think anyone needs to take any supplement 24-7, you know, 365 days a year. But for some period of time, take a potent turmeric supplement, get that inflammation reduced, get your body supported. If your inflammation is reduced, your body works better, all your cells work better. There's less of your body going and having this autoimmune reaction, fighting with itself. When we clear inflammation, the body's able to heal its own gut lining and all of its issues that it's struggling with. Our brain works better. Our gut works better. Everything works better. The gut-brain access has less inflammation. We have less mental inflammation. So taking turmeric in the supplement form, I think, is important because a lot of people say to me, oh, I juice my turmeric. I put it on my chicken. And I'm like, guys, a teaspoon of turmeric is not going to do it because only 3% of it was doing the job that you needed in modern day society to truly reduce inflammation because our body's kind of battling with processed foods, environmental toxins, mental stress, um, and all the different external things coming at it. So in that case, I believe in supplements. I do think it's important that we know what our deficiencies are and add those things in. Like I love medical grade probiotics, obviously medical grade turmeric. Any support you need to fix the body, I think take it in supplement form. So you guarantee the results. And then once you've got your results, then you can hold that change with food as long as you can fit in the food at the right potency and all those things. That makes sense. Because I, I know for me, I, I have pernicious anemia. And so I know that I need to take a B supplement in a certain form. And that there, there are certain things where because of the way that my body, and maybe this is inflammation. So maybe actually with the turmeric supplement, maybe there are certain things I wouldn't necessarily need or need as much of. But that there are certain things where in order for my blood work to be right, I may need to take it. But then sometimes there are things that it would probably be better if I could get it in a really potent, in, in a food form and really natural way. But I think with the turmeric, yeah, the fact I had no idea that it was only really in 3% of the of the plant that is actually having that powerful benefit. And I'd love to know as someone who is a little bit heavy on supplements right now, and think I've been thinking about adding turmeric into my in into my routine. Um, I love the taste of it. Of course, I want to continue using it, you know, in my food, but really adding something into my diet. For someone who is taking it for the first time, like what should we anticipate? Like what changes would we see in our overall day-to-day -day over time the more that you take it? So turmeric or curcumin from turmeric is always to be taken with black pepper or a healthy fat if you want to absorb it. So there's science that shows if you take it with black pepper, it increases the absorption by 2,000%. When people take turmeric, like my turmeric that I created, the first thing you're going to feel is usually less joint pain, less joint stiffness. So if that exists, that's the first one you're gonna experience because that's pain. And pain, when it alleviates, feels way better. Now, if you're not in pain, anywhere where you had inflammation in the body, 
it's going to like lighten that up, lighten that up until it's gone. And so some people tell me, wow, my gums were inflamed and somehow your turmeric did that. Or, oh my gosh, I was waking up every morning feeling so stiff. I thought that was aging. Now I wake up and I'm just fine. Or people say I'm less fatigued because the body has less pain, even if it's a very underlying baseline pain that it's fighting with. And thus I just have less fatigue. So it's just different for everyone. Some people, they get headaches that go away. Some people have migraines every time, every time it's like their time of the month in their cycle. And by increasing their turmeric as they lead up to their cycle, their migraines are significantly reduced and not as debilitating. So it really depends on the person. For me, I, I use it really for my immune system the most. So if my kid is sneezing or anyone at work around me sneezes, I'll just start taking extra. And then I feel like I have my defense system in place. And I, I test this all the time and I don't catch the cold or cough. And I'm like, well, my stuff works. That's awesome. So it, it just kind of depends on what you're taking it for. If I eat like a really inflammatory meal because I ate out and I had wine and all the fun foods and ate fried stuff, I'll make sure I take it. And then I take like it's less of a bloating and irritation to my whole system because I took turmeric and just reduced that systemic inflammation that that outside food caused. So you can be really strategic with it. You can take it on a daily basis. So you have constant support. And then I created something called turmeric gold with inflammation relief. So if people are having like chronic joint pain or an actual inflammatory issue, then they can take that other one and that'll significantly reduce inflammation because it has ginger, boswellia, amla, all the things from Ayurveda for inflammation. I think we can be really strategic with our health. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so often we find ourselves just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and it doesn't need to be that way. And to, you know, to utilize these tools that are right here at our disposal and to really do it in a strategic way. I mean, how empowering is that? Totally. So you learned about, you you got your PhD in turmeric and you studied Ayurveda. You are a practitioner that has worked with countless clients to help them take their health into their own hands through these practices. What inspired you to go from, you know, the PhD to starting Fusionary Formulas and the work that you're doing with that? So I finished my PhD and I was like, okay, my goal is to write books and change the world. Now I'm Dr. Shivani. So everyone will read my books and it'll be great. And so the first book I wrote was called The Conscious Pregnancy because I was really passionate about pregnancy while I was doing my PhD. And I really wanted to share that with the world. And that was great because I was passionate about that topic at the time. And then once I finished my turmeric PhD, I was basically running around telling everyone, oh, you have joint pain, you should take turmeric for that. Oh, you have a cold, you should take turmeric for that. And so finally, my family around me was like, listen, dude, if you're going to say that every day, all day to everybody on the planet, that turmeric works for 99 things, maybe you should make your own. And I was like, that's insane. Like, I want to impact the world with creating Ayurvedic things, but a supplement company is kind of a, a massive undertaking. Have you seen these supplement companies like Gaia Herbs and all these people? Mm -hmm. um, but the right people at that time walked into my life, like the right partners, the right factory that I had known for 10 years and is owned by an MD. And it was kind of like a once in a lifetime chance to like jump head first and go for it. And so when I created Fusionary, my first goal was I'm going to prove to orthopedic medicine that when I get hurt and I throw out my back and I get plantar fasciitis and all these problems I end up having in life or injuring myself at the gym, what I don't need to do is take your NSAIDs or your prescribed NSAIDs. Instead, of taking ibuprofen and all those things, I'm going to go take a natural solution. So I just wanted to prove my point. 
And my factory and I sat and worked together, my factory owner and I, and he's like, look, we found a great curcumin, Shivani, but you can't use this one. Pharma would use this. This is a crazy expensive ingredient. Uh, you can't build a business on this. And I was like, well, how about you try me? How about we just try? How about we prove to Western medicine just once that we are we can be as effective as what they use now? Because then they'll trust us and believe us that we can actually support their patients. So we designed Turmeric Gold that year. We built it with inflammation relief. And I was shocked. Like I was 100% shocked at the results. I wanted results that were phenomenal. Like, hey, my knee pain's gone. My hip pain's gone. My back pain's gone. But I, I didn't expect it to work that well. I was like, whoa, okay, now we really have something. And so then my job was to try to build a business around it. So I've had Fusionary for seven years now, and we've impacted tens of thousands of lives. And it's been phenomenal because people were like, I'm losing function in my hands, but you stopped it in its tracks or I couldn't walk and now I can walk up the stairs. Like the stories have been insane to me. And now I'd say seven to eight years in, we're starting to make sense as a business with the numbers and the things he was kind of right. Like it wasn't really sustainable the way I jumped into it, but I'm very lucky that I'm so well supported and my everyone around me believes in me and my family believes in me and they let me be on this crazy roller coaster ride of trying to figure this thing out. But I've always held true to the product. I've always held true to my sourcing. Like what I built year one, I never changed. And so it's just been my job to figure out, okay, like, how can I grow this into all doctor's offices? Like, I call on and work with orthopedics, rheumatology, functional medicine, naturopaths, chiropractic, all the groups. And then now, finally, it's grown enough that it makes sense. And I can get to continue doing this forever, which is cool. That is amazing. I mean, that really sets you all apart because I truly believe even, you know, MBA. So I definitely, you know, I can relate on the business side of things that, yeah, it can be financially challenging to do the highest quality ingredients. But at the same time, I almost feel like it's not always worthwhile if you're not going to put the best foot forward in the work that you do and to really be putting out such a quality product. And yeah, having that focus that is really putting your best foot forward so that the product is going to have that much better of an impact for the people that it's serving. I mean, it may take longer to to become profitable, but at the same time, it will change lives that much more. Absolutely. And I think that what I learned on this journey is a lot of times when you're a small company, you are in it for what you created. Like I'm a creator. I just want to create things that change the world. So I created turmeric gold inflammation relief. Like that's the majority of what I do is teach inflammation and how turmeric's awesome. Then I created a sleep tea and a sleep formula because I was like, if I don't fix your sleep, you're not gonna clear the inflammation. You're just winning a day. You're not. You're not winning at night. And then I, everyone was like really upset about menopause. I was like, okay, let me make that tea. So I love creating things, and I have found that when you're a small business, you are always obsessed with your quality with your ingredients. So I usually like if, if it's my skincare, I want to go with the smaller company. If it's my anything that I can, I go with smaller or local, because I know that you are putting a thousand times more love and effort into it. And sometimes not always, but sometimes when someone has sold the company, it's a much bigger company. 
a lot of times I doubt that quality. So I'm like, I have no idea if, are you focused on the bottom line or are you focused on the impact? Cause I know that once you sell, you're probably like really just in it for that, as opposed to the, like the ethos of why this thing was created. So I think it is important. I think we have such a power with our dollar to invest in the things that are potent and made with love as opposed to so many of the bigger things that aren't having that ethos to them. Yeah, because on the one hand, you know, if they're if they are selling the company and it's getting bigger, I mean, you may have more resources and so that could be powerful, but at the same time, if they're not doing that, I mean, it could be very much assembly line of, you know, we're just going to automate this as much as we can and it doesn't have the same love and it doesn't have the same you know, attention to detail, attention to the quality. And so it's such an important point. And I think something that really people need to keep in mind is, again, just that focus on quality. Because if you're putting something into your body and you're doing it for the purpose of improving your overall health, you want to know that it's the best quality that you're going to get and that it's going to actually make that difference. Because why get into a habit of taking something every day that's not going to really do anything for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Now tell me a little bit with fusionary formulas. So you have the teas and the turmeric. What is next for the organization that you're able to share? Mm, Good question. So I met the most incredible founders in the last year and it was so inspiring. I highly recommend if you're going into anything, get mentors and get them way sooner because I took seven years then I went and found my mentors. But these mentors have shared with me, look, we're tracking just like all the great big supplement companies in the doctor supplement space. And I built Fusionary for doctor's offices. It is sold online through my website where everyone can order it. And so we have hundreds and hundreds of people who are on auto ship because it has supported them. They've heard me speak at events or go to events, but my passion is still to change how all of Western medicine treats inflammation. So I'm out there always meeting with doctors. So the next steps for me are, I really want an ashwagandha formula that's so potent and effective that we can all take it. We can take it in the morning or we can take it in the afternoon or we can take it for sleep, like depending on what we need it for. I'd love to create a full adaptogenic formula for all of us for stress resilience, vagus nerve toning. Um, I've already formulated it in my brain. Like I already know it has Cassandra, ashwagandha, brahmi, bacopa, like all these things in it. And I already know my proportions. So it's just about finding the right sources. Like to me, I spend a lot of time understanding who my suppliers are and that I'm happy with them before I build out the formula and make it for real. And then I'm just out there teaching. You know, my favorite part of what I get to do is speak, get on stage, get on podcasts, and really share this message that Ayurveda, circadian rhythm, inflammation, turmeric, these things matter. And we have such sovereignty. We can have such powerful health sovereignty in our lives. We can align our body, mind, and spirit in such a powerful way by using the Ayurvedic lifestyle. And when we do that, all of a sudden we have access to energy, levels of joy, levels of productivity that we never had before. Like I'm impressed with how much better I look. Like I'm, I feel very youthful in my body, not like I'm hot stuff, but in a very like, I feel awesome in my body over time, more than the year previous. And I have more ability to like leverage out of my day. Like my workday is awesome. Then I get home and then I can make kid time awesome. I can make the weekends awesome. Like I don't feel like life is slowing me down at all. And I really attribute that to Ayurvedic self-care, living according to my dosha, 
optimizing sleep really powerfully because I can tell all the days I don't sleep well, it's a whole different ball game. And then exercise movement. I did yoga teacher training. So that is really a powerful way to get yoga into your life in a way you love. So really putting all those things together and teaching it and writing books on it is kind of my next steps. And in Fusionary, it's just to keep creating cool formulas and keep teaching everyone that turmeric is the way. Um, we're all too inflamed and we have to get that inflammation down or else. Absolutely. And I, th- I think, again, that's just so empowering to be able to really understand yourself, understand what it is that your body needs and to be able to take those self-care practices. Because with that energy that you have, with that productivity you have, you're taking that into your work day, then you actually have the energy when you get home to focus on the family or to exercise if you're in the evening or however it is that you want to structure your day, you can actually do that because the energy is there. You're not, well, I'm home from work and now I need to log back on and get some more things done because I had that slump at three o'clock and you're really empowering yourself to live the life you want to live. So I I think that's so amazing and I'm really excited to see the growth from that and the ashwagandha. I truly believe in the power of it, but I have not gotten to take one that I really felt made that difference. So I'll be excited to see when when yours um, hits hits the website because that's amazing. And just again, to see how these different herbs and these different practices can really benefit us. Um, I definitely want to share more with the listeners, of course, about how they can connect with you and try these out for themselves. Before we do that, I have some rapid fire questions as well that I'd love to ask you to get to know you more too. Sure. Wonderful. Now the first one, and I know that Ayurveda is full of a lot of these. What is your favorite self-care practice right now? Number one is tea time is me time. As an entrepreneur, as someone who's running around, if I didn't pause to have tea, I would go insane. So I stop for tea. I'll be in a meeting and I'll still on the inside be like enjoying my tea and savoring my tea. And taking that second just to acknowledge like, hey, are you stacking your day in a way that actually works for you? Are you stacking your week in a way that works for you? And my intuition will tell me the truth. And being able to use that as like my moment to train my intuition to talk to me has been the most powerful game changer in my whole life. That's fantastic. I really love that. And I'm going to have to steal that one because I, I do love my tea. And I think, yeah, having having that time for reflection and just having those times in the day kind of set out there. I mean, that's that's so powerful. So I really love that. And I love, I love what you call it too. Nice. Now, if you had a one word theme for this year or this time in life, what would that word be? Oof. That's such a good question. The nice answer would be like equilibrium or peace, but it's not, it has nothing to do with the pace I'm going at. So the word I'm going to say is Maserati because, yeah, because a trainer a long time ago taught me treat your body like a Maserati. And I'm finding that as I go faster, I feel like this year is going at a hundred miles an hour. I really have to respect my body and treat it like it's a Maserati, treat it like a premium performance vehicle, like putting in the right fuel, stopping for those oil changes, respecting that it's a powerful vehicle. But that also means you have to slow down sometimes when you take those turns and, and go faster. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. It's a challenging one to me because I really want to just go into sixth, fifth and sixth year and go fast. And my body's like, hello, you teach self-care and you better practice it or else. So it's like that give and take 
of treating your body like a Maserati is my huge life lesson this year. That is an awesome word. And it really makes so much sense because, yeah, you would not treat a Maserati, I think, the way that probably a lot of us treat. So, I I mean, it makes so much sense. And it's something... Yeah, that we really, we we put so much love and care oftentimes into our cars and into our possessions. Why not into the thing that is a part of us every single day that gets us to where we need to be and is with us no matter what. Yeah, that that's a great word. And I, I love the way you phrase that. We've never gotten, um, we've never gotten Maserati or an answer like that before. <laughs> so very cool. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. And what are you most looking forward to right now? You know, this year, I kind of hit the year running and I thought, okay, I have all these mentors. They said, I'm totally going to win. I'm just going to go, go, go. And I also know for a fact that when it comes to me, I'm like an energizer bunny and I have a fire sign behind me. So I can just go until I've exploded like a volcano and melted down like a nuclear reactor. And so I have two functional medicine doctors who I've partnered with on my health. And it's interesting. We have done so many fun tests on me, like genetic tests and hormone tests and GI tests. And as the data is coming out, I love the understanding of my body. Like I love this year that I'm finally diving into my personalized medicine and customizing a plan that works exactly for my body and gaining this like really deep understanding of what are my genetic markers? Why is it that prediabetes is still prevalent even though I'm so healthy? What are those last few dials I need to turn with my health? And I'm willing to make any change to win at my health. But I kind of find it funny that as an Ayurvedic practitioner, I still have gut issues to work on. Like it's such an indication of societally, we all have stuff to work on no matter who we are. And then that I have such great practitioners who I partner with, who I get to meet because of my work. And we get to like dive real deep into me and discover what else needs to change to have like that peak, peak performance health that I want. That's amazing. And it really is so cool just diving into when you're doing this diagnostic testing and really learning all of these things about yourself. And I've definitely, I can relate to going into the, into the labs to get, to get my lab work done and seeing the many vials and the long sheets. And they said, Oh, I hope you're going to eat something after this. But at the same time, the the information that you get from that, it's, it's empowering, even if it's not what you want to see at the time, if it's not what you want to hear, because it gives you information and it allows us to keep pushing forward. So I think that that's so empowering and I'm excited for you and just the work that you're doing in Ayurveda, like this is so powerful and you're really helping so many people. So I would love for you to share with our listeners just how they can connect with you, how they can connect with Fusionary and anything else you'd like them to know. The best way to get a hold of me is my website is shivanigupta.com, S-H-I-V-A-N-I-G-U-P-T-A. And I'm on Instagram as at dr.shivanigupta and TikTok and Facebook and YouTube, all the fun places. Same with Fusionary. Fusionary is F-U-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y formulas. And that's website fusionaryformulas.com. It's Fusionary Formulas Rx on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and stuff. And we made a special code for your listeners. Uh, We made the code Wanderlust. And that code will give them 15% off on their first order. And yeah, my message is just everyone, let's take more pauses. Let's take good care of ourselves. 
if you're struggling with anything, just get outside and move in nature. And Mother Nature is that ultimate healer of all the things. And then remember to take your turmeric and, and always put yourself first. Put your body first, your health first, so that you are living a preventive lifestyle and can have that longevity, but also well-being over your longevity that you want. I love that. I think that that's probably the thing that I needed to hear right now. And it's such an important message, I think, for so many of us. And I'm so excited to try your turmeric and to see how I start to feel some differences with some of my own imbalances. And I'm so excited for the listeners to get to hear about it as well and to try it out. So Dr. Shivani, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your wisdom with us, sharing a little more about these amazing practices and how we can empower ourselves and just for all of the amazing work that you do. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed my chat with Dr. Shivani and loved taking a deeper dive into nature's pharmacy. I do a lot of supplementation in my current routine, but I've not had much experience with turmeric and have been excited to learn more about its benefits. Ayurveda is full of incredible self-care practices, and it was wonderful to learn about a few new ones I haven't incorporated yet. I can't wait to begin using turmeric for myself. I have linked all of Dr. Shivani's information in the show notes. Don't forget, if our conversation resonated, be sure to take advantage of our special offer. Listeners receive 15% off with code WANDERLUST when they shop with Fusionary Formulas. Let me know if you try it and if it works for you. Thank you all for being a part of this journey and for sharing this time with me. If you'd like to lend your support to the Wellness and Wanderlust podcast, it takes just a few minutes out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. I hope you all have a fantastic day, and I can't wait for you to join us again soon. Take care.